Being a Better Man, episode 227. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herrigstad. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the beginning of another glorious week in your life as a man. I think every man should be having a glorious life. And if you are not currently having a glorious life, then the bad news is that it's probably your fault. The good news is that every day is a brand new day and you can be the creator of your own destiny. As men, we have the power to create, imagine, dream, and innovate. We can sculpt the world around us into what we desire through the strength of our own will. That's the kind of stuff we talk about here. I'm your host, and my name is Alf Herigstad. I have a friend that I met through the medium of podcasting named Wally Carmichael. He lives in Hawaii, and he is the host of his own podcast called Men of Abundance. Wally and I are very aligned on issues that pertain to men, and I encourage you all to check out his show. There will be a link to it in the show notes as well. The reason I'm bringing Wally and his show up is because I read something on his Facebook wall, and I knew instantly that I was going to steal it and talk about it. I let him know, but I want to be sure and give credit where credit is due. In this post, Wally was talking about the essence of leadership. It was beautifully and accurately worded, and I'm going to share it with you and then talk about it for a little bit. Wally wrote, Men, if you have to tell somebody you're a leader, chances are you're not. Those who chose to follow you make you a leader. Your position does not determine if you're a leader. Your age or seniority does not determine if you are a leader. Your skills determine if you're a leader. Not even being a dad and a husband make you a leader. When others choose to follow you, then you're a leader. That is not a free ticket to start managing other people's life. You must remain humble in your position as a leader and continue being the man others have chosen to follow or walk alongside of. So that's what he wrote. And I love this. To me, this is like poetry that doesn't rhyme. I think one reason this speaks so loudly to me is because during my life, I have known so many men who got this completely wrong so-called leaders who abused their title because they didn't understand it. I think some leaders are born. It just comes naturally to them, and it isn't something they ask for or even necessarily want. I believe there are others who learn how to become leaders through the course of their life. Since it can be learned and improved upon, I classify leadership as a skill. Now, Wally said, those who choose to follow you are who makes you a leader. 
No truer words have ever been spoken. The very important word in this sentence is choose. People choose to follow a true leader. They aren't made or coerced to follow. Let's think a minute about why any man or person would choose to follow another man. I know what it takes for me to follow somebody. First, I would have to trust that person. He would have proven to me that he only says things he means. His words have weight, and they would be backed up by his deeds. Secondly, if I were to think of a man as my leader, then he would have to have a great deal of confidence. Not bravado or arrogance, but real natural confidence that was earned through his own experience. Confidence earned through living and navigating his own mistakes. The kind of confidence a man only displays when they truly know themselves. Thirdly, if I were to follow this man and call him my leader, then I would have seen evidence that he had genuine care for the people that followed him. He would not wield his authority as a club, but rather as a staff that others could hang on to and be pulled forward with. It would be obvious that he viewed his position of leadership as a position of service, as a responsibility. The fourth thing I would expect from my leader would be competence, to be competent, which is kind of a result of having the before-mentioned things. Evidence of a competent man is someone who is decisive. He takes action when he needs to. His solutions often prove fruitful. The implementation of his ideas benefit not only himself, but the people who choose to follow him as well. The last thing I would require from a leader is humility. As Wally put it, you must remain humble in your position as a leader and continue being the man others have chosen to follow or walk alongside of. How many times have you seen leadership or authority go to somebody's head? Once that happens, it's over. They are no longer leading at that point. They have become entitled by the very trust and faith people have put in them, betrayed by their own ego, and usually at the ultimate expense of those who followed them. A true leader reminds himself every day of his own personal challenges and faults, and he continues to make improvements in his own humanity. In other words, a true leader is a better man today than he was yesterday. And he does that every day. So that's what it would take for me to follow a man. It might seem like a strict list, and it should be. There are not many men who fill all of these requirements, <laughs> but there have been a few. My dad is at the top of the list. He's a fantastic leader of mine, and he's so humble he doesn't even realize it. He leads almost exclusively with his own example. I suppose when I was younger, I was more lenient when it came to what kind of man I would follow. The bar was a bit lower 
because I was at an earlier stage in my own development, and there was much to learn from many people. The older I get, though, the more I require, the more I expect out of anyone who would presume to be my leader. You should ask yourself what kind of man you would follow. What kind of man do you follow? Write down a list of things you would require from a leader. When you get all done, take a look at that list and then ask yourself how many of those qualities you possess. Seriously, if you require certain traits from a leader, then shouldn't you also possess those traits so that you can be qualified to lead yourself? A man doesn't always have a leader to turn to, and in those times, we only have ourselves. When you think about it, before a man is qualified to lead other people, he should first become an effective leader for himself, shouldn't he? Well, that's all I have on this for today, guys. I want you to chew on that for a couple days, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. You can always email me at alf at beingbetter.men. And thanks to Wally Carmichael and his podcast, Men of Abundance, for the inspiration. You should all go check him out. Now head out into the big world, and whether or not you ever find yourself in a leadership position of other people, strive every day to be a good leader for yourself. That's where it begins. Strive to be a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad, signing out.